Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. For another week of the Working Fans Podcast, this is AJ, I'm the former wrestler, we've got Dave the Ultimate Fan here with us, as we do every week, our producer Joe may, likes to make us sound good and makes us look way more professional than we actually are. As always, you can find us on Twitter, that's at FansWorking, Facebook, Working Fans Pod, we've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast, and for any ideas that you might have, that's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod. And then you can now listen to us on all major platforms, including anchor.fm, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and you can actually check us out on YouTube. Now, it's important when you go onto the Apple Podcasts and YouTube, hit that subscribe button, give us a rating, let us know what you think so you can help us out, and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll also read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, June Hernandez, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your copy today at LanceByChance.com. All right, everybody. It's the Working Fans Podcast Comedy Cast. And today we have a special guest, our first female comedian to the Working Fans Comedy Cast. And she is also a described Hello Kitty and cat enthusiast and a metalhead. <laughs> and uh, but we're going to learn about her stand-up uh, comedy today. Corinne Martinez, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. It, it's actually pronounced Corinne. Corinne. Okay, very good. Thank you for letting me know that. All right, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I prepped with my producer before this, and I said, "Am I saying this right?" He goes, "You nailed it." <laughs> No, we did not. <laughs> but that's okay. Kareen, thank you for doing the show. What got you into stand-up comedy? Well, I think I've always been funny. I actually got kicked out of Japanese school. That's kind of like our version of Hebrew school on the weekends. And it was for making a lot of jokes. So, you know, I've always been funny but it's not until I was in college that I really wanted to pursue it, you know, as far as like a career. So I would say I was like maybe a, a junior when I thought, hey, maybe I'll start going to like open mics. But mm. since I was so close to graduation, my dad actually said, you know, if you go down that path, I'm going to disown you. Oh, so Jesus. that really discouraged me. Yeah. And, and so I, I just didn't pursue it. I just kept getting like degree after degree after degree. I have like an associates. Then I went for my bachelor's and master's. And then it took until I got laid off, like in 2015 uh, from a job and just a lot of personal problems. I thought I have nothing to lose. I'm going to go to an open mic. So that that's how I got started. Um, was pretty much just out of out of pure sadness and desperation. And and I got a beer. Everybody back then, you know, bars were open. Everybody who finished their five minutes got a, a beer. 
<laughs> what a great story. A story of sadness that led to comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and you got a beer. That's great. <laughs> Right. Um, I got a beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. I was telling you before we interview like pro wrestlers too, and when they start, the the saying is in the beginning, "I got a hot dog and a handshake." So <laughs> you got a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I got a beer. Yeah. Now let me ask you: Is your stand-up routine similar to your own personality? It is. I I'm not like one of those people like. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Gilbert Godfrey can't talk like that. He would like own stock in all of the throat lozenges. <laughs> so it, it, it's just me, but I would say like amplified. Like mm. even when my own parents, they've, they've never seen me up until 2020 because they refused to go to bars. You know, that's where I mostly was. And, but they've seen me on Zoom. And my dad was like, wow, you're funny. And you also have a lot of self-confidence. I didn't recognize you, you know. But he also said, I don't appreciate you making fun of me. And I said, I told you I'd get you back for being mean to me, you know, as, as a kid and growing up and being so harsh. So I at least don't use his real name. So. <laughs> That's <laughs> and awesome. And I got married, so we have different now. Yeah. <laughs> awesome that's uh, so you've done zoom have you done some of the virtual comedy and if so how has that been the first one i did was august of 2020 it was actually for a benefit show for uh, black lives matter and indigenous persons who were affected by covid so at first i was pretty scared because i thought i i'm used to being on stage i don't know how that's going to work but i i actually like them. I, I know a lot of comedians say, oh, I hate the Zoom. You know, I need to walk around and go back and forth or do some crowd work. But, you know, I've learned to adapt and I, I actually really like it. I don't have to drive really far or, you know, get dressed up. So I, I personally like it. I think some of the older comedians, you know, who maybe been doing it for like 25 mm. years, I noticed just on social media, they have a hard time adapting but i i like it and i know some comedians who just got started and they only know zoom one guy said i'm gonna have to tape my set to people's faces <laughs> that's interesting that's interesting though that you like like are really excelling at that and i think that that's right you know what so yeah maybe the people that have been around and are experienced and probably normally really good they might struggle though because this is something totally different so that's interesting Right. Yeah. And then like a lot of them are complaining, you know, we we're not getting paid. And mm. I thought, yeah, but you're you're still getting exposure. I mean, I've been doing Zoom shows since August, like, you know, nonstop. And I like it. I mean, it, it's boosted my, you know, my Instagram. I just got on Instagram like Christmas and I already have like 220 or something. So I think it's from the shows, you know, when they right. say, oh, follow this comedian, you know, on Instagram or Twitter, because it's not like I pay for those people. I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, we're we're talking about promotion now, and I'm like trying to get price points, and I'm like, all right, we'll I'll get back to you. <laughs> Would you say? Because I've talked to a few comedians now, and I know this is something that is the end game a lot of times. Have you found your voice as a comic right now? You think? 
Not really. Even though I've been doing stand-up since 2015, it's been mostly, like I say, off and on. It's been mostly off because I, I did like a lot of bar shows and I would say I was active in like the open mic scene in 2016. Then in 2017, because of the, the job that I actually have now, I'm a healthcare worker. I work seven days a week. So oh. I, I quit for a while only because my husband wasn't a fan. You know, bar shows can be rough. Like I hadn't had anything thrown at me, but I just mm. had some hecklers. I, I shut them down. You know, it's not like I just let them talk about me, but it's just he took it so personally. He actually got thrown out of a bar because he mm. wanted to fight one guy and he wanted to deport one woman and it was like <laughs> so but then i really missed it and i got back into it like i would say 2019 i was went back to doing open mics then my my cat son garfield mm -hmm. uh got really sick and he racked up like four thousand dollars worth of medical bills so then I was working even more. I know on top of the seven days, Ugh. I just said, I'll take people's shit. I need to pay wow. off my credit card bill. So I was working like, I don't even know how many, I think it was 60 hours a week. And, and my boss was like, are you okay? You know, you're going to burn out. And I said, I have bills. Give me more work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, great source but of I, comedy. I paid it off. Yeah, I paid it off. And then I actually thought I'm going to quit because I was so I was so depressed, you know, because he he was my 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 son in all intents and purposes until I got a call in August, which I couldn't even believe someone remembered me. She's like, I remember you. I thought, how? I haven't accomplished anything, you know, but she's it's you know, it's for a good cause. And when I saw that, I thought, wow, I'm, I'm honored because a lot of them were you know, famous. And I thought, well, they won't like me. She's like, it's okay. You're only doing five minutes. They're doing 30. <laughs> we will accommodate you. <laughs> awesome. It was like a variety show. They had dancing, poetry. So they didn't introduce me as world famous. You know, they just said, um, she's been doing stand up for a while or something like that. Oh my goodness. Well, but I can never relate to that. A lot of money. That's awesome. Yeah. I can relate to that uh, yeah. seven days a week. I'm in the same boat. You know, I have a little small business and when you're doing something like a podcast or you're doing something like stand up or, you know, you're a musician, it's really got to be a passion for the most part. Right. I mean, it's not something that initially, yeah. unless you're really good or lucky, you ain't making a ton of money at this, you know? Right. Yeah. Cause one, like, uh, I don't want to say his name, but he, he's been doing stand up for like 25 years and I was actually a fan now I'm performing too. So that's how I'm his Facebook friend. He said, how are you surviving? And I mentioned I, it's because I have a, a, a real job. I said, otherwise, right. you know, I don't know. I, I probably have to go home and live with the parents. I'm not sure. Because he just mm. said, you know, how are you surviving doing Zoom shows? And I said, well, I'm, I'm lucky. You know, I, I work seven days. So I always yeah. have some money. Yeah. Exactly. And, and until the bills take it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh, who are I don't know if it's changed now that you're in comedy, but who are some of your favorite like comedians? Who are people you really like like love their work? I really like Sebastian Maniscalco. He he's one of my favorites and Dave Chappelle. I, I just can't I can't do his energy, you know, Sebastian, he's just all over the place. That's just not me, but I just really appreciate like 
the physicality of his comedy. Mm -hmm. I thought if I wasn't lumpy and maybe if I was got started years ago, I might, but I don't know. I, I just stand pretty much in one spot. And I thought maybe that's why Zoom's working out for me. I right. never really moved too much except once when I thought someone was going to throw a bottle, I actually, I couldn't get the mic out of the stand and people thought it was funny. I was panicking and I just carried it with me because, you know, they, they were, there was no social distancing and she was like, you are terrible. You know, um, I don't know. She thought I was talking about Indian people from India and I, I don't know what I said. I think I was mocking their foods too spicy. She acted like she's all of India and, but she was too drunk. She couldn't, she couldn't. So she was just like, I would get you. And I said, aren't they supposed to be Gandhi lovers? Aren't they supposed to be, you know, like peaceful? What What's going on? You know? And, uh, <laughs> now, yeah, that's, that's what that, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny, like, how many people stumble into comedy shows that don't really seem to understand that, you know, like, this is going to be humor and we're making fun of stuff and that's okay. That's part of it. But there's a lot of people... Otherwise, there wouldn't be hecklers that don't seem to actually get that. No, she actually, I don't know what she thought it was. Maybe she was just there for wing night. I have no <laughs> idea. But she sat there with her arms crossed. Didn't like anybody set. But then somebody said to me, you really got to her because she actually made noise. You know, one guy said, I thought she was like a, like a mannequin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done any um, other improv or any acting or anything, too? Like, have, have you had experience on stage before you got to comedy? I actually took improv classes in 2016. Yeah, and then up until 2017, because I thought that's what you were supposed to do for comedy. I didn't even know you could take comedy classes. But uh -huh. then all the feedback I got was that you're too jokey. You're not you're not a team player that like you want mm. the spotlight for yourself. And I said, mm. yeah, I know. So then I kind of <laughs> stopped doing it. <laughs> I, I had no idea you could, you know, go to flappers and take comedy classes, which I'm doing now. I, I, I just mm. thought that you started with improv and I actually have been in two commercials. They're, they're on YouTube oh, nice. or Mrs. Mrs. Hatfield salsa. And that was like 2013, but I, I, I'm just like a background person. They said, we need, we need comedians. And so I actually was writing for a, a comedian. And so that's how I got to be involved. I said that I'm not really a comedian. I'm just always at shows and, you know, and, and so that's how I got invited, which, which was great. Cause one of the comedians, he froze and I, I couldn't believe it. I thought he's always on stage, but I guess, with the camera crew following us, you know, he just, so they had to leave him and they said, okay, you're going to get a speaking part now. Mm. I was like, wow, what am I going <laughs> to get paid? Nothing. I got a hot dog. Literally, I got a hot dog and some of that salsa. <laughs> but I was happy. I thought I was going to be on TV. <laughs> you sound like a team player to me. You get a hot dog, you're happy. You're getting a beer, you're happy. <laughs> what do they want? <laughs> right. I never thought of comedy as like a, a team sport. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm amazed that you would get criticized for that. I figured that's part of the idea, right? Like you want to be the spotlight. You want it. You're on stage by yourself. I don't know. That's 
what I always would have assumed. Maybe I was in the wrong improv. I, I don't mm. know. I So that's why I quit. And plus, you know, they're, they're charging me. So I uh, thought I want to save my money for, you know, something. Right. I'll ask you this, and then we'll talk about maybe any upcoming shows you got in promotion. But first thing I'm going to ask you, do you have, what would you say is like the weirdest place you've ever done comedy? Weirdest place? Nothing really weird. I mean, mm. just, they were, they've just been bar shows. Okay. Bars. Yeah, that's it. Not, most of the shows I've done have been COVID. <laughs> okay. <laughs> During, so those are the weirdest shows, but you've adapted yeah. really well. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess the first one I did, I would consider weird because not necessarily because it was at a bar, but I think it was one of the bartenders wanted to give a try. And she got so scared when she was, you know, at, at the, the stage, if you can call it a stage, she she fainted. She actually just oh. like hit her head, Whoa. you know, face down. And, and at first I thought she was, you know, getting woozy like it's part of her act. So I felt like a, I guess a female dick. Cause I was like, yay. I was trying to encourage her cause she's a female. But then when somebody goes bitch down and she, I thought, Oh my God, you know, and then I'm a healthcare worker. So I thought, should I help her? But I thought, nah, cause I'm up next. So <laughs> I thought I don't have tattooed. You know, for all I know, I, I could be an unemployed bum. I mean, I have a slim nut t-shirt, so I didn't look professional. They carried her away. She was fine. They were with her in the bathroom. That's what I threw water on her. She lived. She's going to be all right. You had a set to do. You did the right thing. Yeah, my husband said, are you going to help her? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> she right. on her own. <laughs> this is a lot of fun. Is there anything you want to promote? coming up and any um yeah. social media go right ahead um so i have a show this saturday the 16th 8 p.m pacific time um it's through dow comedy studio it's called you had to be there so i'm one of seven comedians and then it's uh five dollars a household oh no wait i screwed it up five dollars a person or ten dollars a household so what you do is you venmo at Bobby, B-O-B-B-I-E, and then a hyphen Oliver, O-L-I-V-E-R. Then you email Dow, so that's T-A-O, comedy studios at gmail.com. Then they'll send you the Zoom link. That's to avoid getting like dick bombed, which happened to me at an open mic on January 6th. I didn't see it you know, cause I'm on my phone, but I could just hear people making noise and they're how awful. And I thought it was my set. So I just kept going. I thought, I don't care. It's the open mic. I've got four more minutes. <laughs> and then Good I, for you. I'm going to be at Flappers Comedy Club, Uncle Klein's Comedy Contest. So that's on Wednesday, February 3rd. I have to actually go to Flappers on site, but everyone can vote like, you know, through Zoom. So I, I have to actually read more about how that works. I just know hmm. I have to be there socially distanced. Okay. They, well, so they can film us. Hit me up on social media. We'll we'll promote it for you too. We'll help out. So just when you get the information. Okay. And then I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at comedian Corrine, C-O-M-E-D-I-A-N, no space, and then C-O-R-I-N-N-E, and then Instagram, Comedian, C-O-M-E-D-I-A-N, 
with the underscore C-O-R-I-N-N-E. And that's all I have for now. I'm I'm not on like everything. I don't have a YouTube yet. I'm I'm slowly getting there. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're doing all right. You're very personable. I thank you for thank doing you. the show. And we will help okay. promote you any way we can. And maybe we can do it again sometime. Thank you so much. Oh, I'd love to. Thank you. All right. So that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's WorkingFansWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, WorkingFansWrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.com. FM, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 